plane down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. We were born to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on FM 96.9 The Game. Hey, bring me another bucket of balls. We love it. And turn on the lights. I love it late. Because I love it. We love it. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4. In the house, Holly G, after an amazing victory by Rory McIlroy at the FedEx Cup on Sunday. Rory capping off his greatest season, hitting many of the numbers uh, that he was hoping to. But most importantly, being able to get a little revenge against Brooks Kepka. Uh, and defeating the number one in the world on Sunday for the big $15 million bonus. And we've got a packed lineup tonight to bring you all the latest after the season ender. And we're going to start off right away with our main man, our main golf insider, who was there right to the end at East Lake, Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. Hey, Bob. Hello. How are you doing? Awesome. Uh, hard to imagine what you'd do with $15 million, my friend, but boy, uh, big payday for a lot of those guys. <laughs> yeah, all the way down to 30th. Uh, uh, actually, it was two guys who tied for 29th, and, uh, you know, they each made 400000 <laughs> So, um, you know, really for just being there, and if you think about it. So, so, yeah, it's quite the reward for these guys. It's huge at the top, but not so bad at the bottom either. Let's talk about sort of how Sunday uh, went down, so to speak. Of course, the unfortunate rain delay Saturday afternoon with the lightning strikes, um, and fortunately nobody seriously injured. But that set up for an interesting Sunday, as if this wasn't interesting enough, starting with a, a lead on Thursday for Justin Thomas. But, um, you know, it was pointed out these guys weren't sleeping on the lead overnight, uh, which may have created even more pressure. Uh, But, you know, uh, Xander and Brooks, um, a little flat Saturday afternoon. Brooks coming back on Sunday really seemed to, you know, have pulled his game together. And then um, Justin Thomas faltering with that triple bogey. How, How did it all set up in your eyes? Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it really did kind of set up actually for sort of a duel between uh, Kepka and, and Rory. And and uh, with, with Xander close by, uh, you know, Justin kind of, you know, he kind of hurt himself there uh, and put himself behind. It was a hard golf course to catch up on. Um, it was going to be really, really hard to shoot, to shoot crazy low. I mean, Rory still shot 66. Uh, which is uh, which is very impressive, but um, you know, obviously, somebody's going to have to go a lot lower than that to get them, and it wasn't going to be very easy. Uh, but you know, it, it, it felt like a real tournament or a regular tournament there those last couple days, and uh, you know, I think it worked out pretty well for him. As it turned out, you know, Rory was five back, and he won by four. You know, so you know, in a, in a way, it was even more impressive. You know, he started the week five behind the top spot, and. 
and he and he won by four. Uh, you know, he had to play a lot of great golf to uh, to get that accomplished. He did, and I and I thought, you know, as always, Rory, very um, honest, transparent, and revealing. Uh, you know, right after the round, I think it was uh, maybe Steve Sands interviewing him, and he said, you know, after what happened um, in Memphis and uh, his poor showing, what we thought was going to be a, a great duel coming down the stretch on Sunday. Um, turned out not to be the case, and that he was seeking some revenge. Yeah, well, I think the way that whole thing went down, you know, that that's going to stick with you a little bit. I mean, he had had the miscut at the open, and the next week he finds himself right there in the mix and, and you know, really didn't put up much of a fight. Shot 71 and finished fourth and, you know, wasn't really in it on the back nine. And, I, you know, that, that that's going to kind of – kind of get to you um, uh, I think and and so he he had you know he had a lot going in his favor he was playing well to begin with um he had the guy play, he's playing with who has has had a great great year and who stood in his way just a few weeks prior uh you know it, and, and obviously the the big payday at the end I mean if, if you if you can't get motivated by that um <laughs> Good luck, right? Because that's uh, there's plenty there that he that he had uh, that he had sort of spurring him on. Yeah, I think it was interesting. One of his comments in the press conference afterwards was, you know, he pointed to that that um, you know he he sometimes didn't treat uh, that he that he did try to treat Sundays the same as Thursday or Friday, and he said they're not. And uh, he said, you know, that Brooks went out and just basically dominated the tournament, shot 65 on that Sunday against him in Memphis. And he realized if he wanted to become the dominant player in the world again, he had to be more like that. I thought that was, you know, the ultimate compliment. Yeah, he's, you know, the one thing you can say about him for sure is he is honest. I mean, he, he kind of, he speaks how he feels and, and he admitted, you know, that, uh, you know, look, it, it is harder on Sunday. And, and we've seen that with a lot of guys. I mean, Jordan Spieth's going through that. He's put, put up a lot of good Thursday, Friday rounds this year, but hasn't been able to do it on the weekends. And Roy's had, for all his success this year, it's also been marked by not, not getting the job done on Sunday. Sure, he did it in Canada. He did it at the Players' Championship. But he also had other chances. He had, he had a very good chance at Bay Hill. He had a chance in Mexico. Uh, he had a chance at the Genesis, you know, uh, and, and then really wasn't a factor in the majors. You know, so you add all that up, and, and it's hard to say it was a disappointing year. It certainly wasn't, but it was. there were disappointments along the way that, uh, that had to be sort of gnawing at him a little bit. I think that, that went a long way towards erasing some of that. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, the Open was such a good example. We know there was, you know, so much lead up to that being in, you know, back at Port Rush and, and his, uh, you know, hometown. Um, you know, and I, and I remember listening to him in his press conference and him sort of, you know, sloughing it all off. And I'm thinking, you know, I, Rory, I don't think you're really – it was the one time I didn't really feel he was being honest um, in terms of, you know, the magnitude of, of the moment for him. And certainly there was the emotion afterwards when he didn't make the cut on Friday. Uh, but that's a, that's a good point, by the way. I think, you know, we realized there that he was trying to deflect how big that was. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, and then later, uh, you know, when he did miss the cut, he acknowledged, yeah, it was, it was a big deal. <laughs> 
Well, and we know that the majors are big deals for these guys. Um, and, you know, as Rory was saying, coming into this tournament, it's about the prestige, not the money. Although I think for plenty of these players, if we go down the line, the money is making a, you know, is a big difference in terms of, you know, their career and setting them up for next year. But as, as we look, uh, Bob, and, you know, the big buzz, of course, uh, the last couple of days has been, you know, player of the year conversation. The PGA of America announced that, you know, Brooks Kepka is receiving their player of the year award. The Golf Riders does their own player of the year award. And then, of course, all this conversation about but the PGA Tours player of the year, which is voted on by the players. Lots of back and forth about this. How do you think it, it weighs out, given what Rory's done in, you know, two of the key PGA Tour events this year, the players and, of course, the FedEx Cup and the Tour Championship? Yeah, it's, you know, it's a fascinating discussion and argument. I'm not sure there's a wrong answer here. Um, the PGA Tour award is going to be based on the PGA Tour season. So, you know, the, you know, and obviously it'll come out, I would think, fairly soon in the next few weeks. You know, Roy's got a lot more golf to play this year. You know, he's playing a lot in Europe. And, uh, and so that could impact, you know, the GWAA award, certainly, uh, which is more of a worldwide look. It's a male player, not a PGA Tour player, and it's, it's based on the whole year. Uh, but, um, you know, it's kind of interesting. I mean, Brooks dominated the majors. And Roy really wasn't a factor in them. And, and he won one of them. And he finished in the top four in the other three. You know, that's, that's a player of the year type year just there. Now, if you dig deeper into their records, you know, Roy was far more consistent. I mean, Brooks was out of the top ten a lot more than Roy was. And Roy won the players, which is a very, very big tournament. Obviously, the Tour Championship has a lot of firepower. So, um you know, and Roy, Roy had the, you know, the best scoring average. Uh, so, you know, if you throw in those other factors, it closes the gap a little bit. You know, they both had three wins, uh, but Roy was far more consistent. I, I ultimately think a major, it, it, you know, kind of, kind of breaks any ties. Uh, and, uh, and also the fact that he was so good in the majors. And, if it, you know, if it had just been the majors, maybe you make an argument for Roy. But Rory you know, Kepka also won two other tournaments, and while and, and while he lost to Rory Sunday, he beat him head to head, you know, a month ago. So it's kind of like you know those are a wash, and I, I would never call the Masters and the Players, or excuse me, the PGA Championship and the Players a wash. The PGA Championship is a major, you know. So um, I think the, the edge goes to Brooks, but I would not be surprised if Rory got a lot of support. Well, it is interesting and an amazing statistic I read earlier today. Rory finished uh, top 10 in 74% of his events. Uh, certainly, uh, he can feel very good about that in a great season, for sure. No doubt. I mean, uh, you know, and, and, and Brooks, Brooks was kind of, you know, checked out in a lot of those events, you know, so... Uh, if, if that bothers somebody or bothers other players, then that, you know, that might be something to take into consideration as well. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I just think it's, a, you know, it's, it's nice to have this argument. I think it's a good, a good one to have. I'm not sure there's a wrong answer. Um, but I'll tell you what, if Brooks doesn't get player of the year, 
he's going to win all four majors next year because he'll use that as, as big-time motivation. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Bob, as always, we thank you for your time. And uh, hard to believe we're going to wipe the slate clean and start uh, the new season next week. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 96.9 The Game. More golf talk coming up. Broadcasting live from the Don Mealy Sports Subaru South Studio. Sports Subaru South, Central Florida's new Subaru Superstore. Visit SportsSubaruSouth.com, FM 96.9, The Game, and iHeartRadio Station. Delays continue on I-4 this afternoon. Westbound busy between World Drive and 429, and we're looking at solid volume eastbound between OBT and Colonial Drive. Eastbound travel on the 408 stop and go between Conway Road and 436, and we're also seeing delays on 417 north and southbound effect.